everyone. Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dori DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and business women, especially those of us building our businesses from home, you know, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to welcoming today's guest to the business spotlight. Anne Hill has been there and done that. She has created her own agency and is now helping other business owners create agencies that allow them to thrive in their zone of genius. Business owners who work with Anne are able to provide the highest level of service to their clients, creating a trickle-down effect. Happy and healthy CEO equals happy team equals happy customers. Hilltop Operations and Consulting covers it all, from hiring and training new employees to establishing a solid and long-lasting foundation. And outside of her business, Anne enjoys spending time with her two boys and is an avid sports fan. So you know we already get along great. (laughs) So with that being said... And welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So I would love for you to take us on your journey that led you to creating Hilltop Operations and Consulting. Yeah, so I started my business a little over three years ago. I um, originally, my background is as a physical therapist. I was a rehab manager for about 10 or 12 years. um, And even pre-COVID, was getting burnt out in the healthcare industry and just was looking for something new. It was after I had started a family. Um, I, like you said, I have two boys and after having kids, I always knew I was going to be a working mom, but I was just wanting it to be done in a different way. I, I was getting burnt out and I didn't like the way that, that I was when I came home from work. And um, I came across an online program that was about being a VA and how to start a business as a VA. And so I originally started my business um, classifying myself as a general VA um, because I didn't really know what was in the online space. Um, and then once I got into the online space and had that eye-opening experience of, wow, look at what all is here, and how people are building and establishing their businesses, uh, I started to figure out more of where my zone of genius is and where I enjoy working with business owners and helping them. Um, So I've gone through a few different certifications and have kind of, um, you know, learned a lot along the way and come more into the the operations space and really helping clients that I work with in how to establish that solid foundation um, as they're building their business so that they can start to do it in a way where it doesn't fully require all of their time and energy um, doing things that they don't enjoy doing. Um, And so when I work with the clients that I work with, uh, I really, my big focus is how can we build this in in a way that it doesn't require you as the business owner to always be in it? Um, How do you get to take a vacation? How do you get to take some time off, be unplugged, um, potentially take some time to spend with time with your kids. And, and how do we do these sort of things in a way that um, don't require you to feel like you're missing out on something with your business and also 
um, how do we build it in a way that you can actually um, enjoy what it is that you do in your business? So that's really kind of the background in a very brief synopsis of how I got to where I am now. <laughs> you know what? It's a great synopsis. And it's amazing how in looking to change the directions and knowing you were going to be a working mom, I know so many people that began as a VA because that virtual assistant gives you the opportunity, thank goodness for automation, because oh, yeah. you can program things for a month or two or three for clients and things, and then just have to check to make sure everything is going. But so often it morphs into more of the consulting and operations and realizing wait a second, I actually know how to do other things and can more importantly teach others how to do it. So I'm going to go and ask how, as a business owner, how do you know that you are hiring the right person that's a good fit for your business? Yeah, so when I was working, I found that when I was working even as a rehab manager, I mean, I went through many of the things that small business owners go through. So, you know, I was trying to figure out how to grow my department. I was trying to figure out how to make sure we had a good culture in our department. And um, and then as I've built my business, I've had to look at the same sort of things as, oh, well, how do I make sure that I'm hiring the right people? Um, and a lot of it really comes down to a couple of key things to start with. Uh, number one, don't worry about the title of what it is that you're trying to hire. Just think about what the skills are and what the needs are of your business that you want these people to be helping you with. A lot of times people will get hung up with, oh, I need a VA or, oh, I need an OBM or, oh, I need a marketing assistant or, or, or something like that. And, and it, in all reality, especially in the online space, um, but even in other areas of business too, it really doesn't matter what you call yourself. It's a ma it really matters more of, of what it is that you do and if it's serving the, the need of what the business owner is needing. Um, so that's one of the big things. The second part of it is um, to really make sure when you're hiring somebody that you as a business owner know what your values are, what your business's values are, and what um, the mission and, and vision of your business um, is. Because if you are hiring somebody that you really, in general terms, we want these people to be somebody that are, that's going to continue to grow as the business grows. And so if you're bringing somebody in, you want to make sure that they have that same vision, that they understand what it is that you're trying to do with your business and, and where you're growing to, and that they can continue to support you in, in those areas. Um, and also that they are aligned with the same values um, as you as a person and you as a business owner. If they are not in alignment there, uh, that's where I tend to see people um, have the, that kind of revolving door is when they don't have that alignment. I think that that's so brilliant because Let's face it, when you hire somebody, especially as a VA, somebody who's going to be doing social media posting and maybe possibly penning blogs for you and things, want to make sure that they have your voice. They mm -hmm. need to understand who you are. You know, it's funny, Janice Clark, we do a social media help, not hype show. And Janice finished a couple of years ago. She's coming back again. She takes a few years off each time, but she would do her social media horror stories for Halloween. <laughs> and one of the biggest is getting so comfortable with the people that you hire that you don't bother checking up anymore. Exactly. Got to remember it's your business. Yeah. Well, and a lot of what comes with that too is um, the delegation side of things. Uh, as a business owner, it's hard for us to let go. It's hard for us to, to feel like somebody else can step in and do the job as good, quote unquote, as good as we can. Um, but what I've found in all reality is when it's something that is not my zone of genius, people are typically doing it better than me when I hire them on because it's what they excel at. It's what they they were hired for um, that a lot of times they're doing it as well, if not better than me when, like I say, when it is their zone and not my zone of genius. 
how do you figure out your zone of genius and what you really should be delegating to someone else? So a lot of times when I find service-based providers, their zone of genius is what, what they're passionate about. It's what they enjoy. It's taking the time to sit themselves and really see what is it that I like to do, what comes naturally to me, um, and what seems easy. It really, if it is your zone of genius, it should not be a challenge. It should not be something that you're procrastinating hmm. and putting off. Um, it should be something that is easy and that you love doing. Um, so kind of sometimes it takes time to sit a little bit and think on those things and really assess yourself as a person and seeing, you know, look back through college, through high school, through previous jobs. Are there any trends? Are there any things that people always said, oh, you always plan this for us. So can you take this? Um, I mean, I know in particular, especially with me being in that operations, um, I mean, like I was, I was captain of soccer teams that I played on. I always took a little bit more of a leadership role in the teams that I played on. I was the one that wanted to research and plan all of the vacations that we took when we were younger. I wanted to, um, you know, be the one that was able to, um, re well, another thing, my husband jokes around about it, like I'll research a TV purchase for, you know, three or four months. I'll read the reviews. I'll look at things and see, is this really the best option for us before moving forward to that next step? Um, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to some of that stuff, but, um, but like, I, those are the things I really enjoyed doing and I would take the extra time to do that. Um, and even, and now even with businesses that I, that I work with, you know, when they'll come to me with saying, Hey, we want to, for instance, we want to find a, um, a face, a way to get the Facebook conversions to come into, from our group into our email platform or, you know, how not only how can we automate this, but what is the best option out there? And so that's where I start to look at it, look at the business specifically, look at where they're trying to go and see what is going to grow with them as well. And, you know, do the research on it and do those sort of things. Um, but that, that's because it's, that's what I love to do. That's, that's kind of my zone of genius there. So when others are looking at what their zone of genius is, it's really a matter of uh, number one, taking the time to actually reflect. <laughs> and number two, um, look at, at your trends, look at, at you as a person and see what it is that you really love and what you enjoy doing. I, I have to laugh with your months of research. My big brother, <laughs> I do not make an electronic purchase without my big brother because he will pull out the last six months of electronic <laughs> monthly and consumer reports. Yep. And this and that. I bought a VCR one time that, believe it or not, I still have. It's 22 years old <laughs> and it still works. But my brother called me. He's like, you've got to go get this because back then, remember how stores, if you found it, no matter where you found it, they would match the price. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you 10%, it was this, I don't want to say the brand name, but it was this, VCR that was selling for $480 and my brother found it in a magazine for 200 bucks. Oh, wow. And he was like, you have to buy this. I <laughs> he bought it. He brought the thing and we got it for 180 because they had to give me another $20 off for that. Wow. Yes. <laughs> 20 something years later, that VCR still works. I bought the VCR head cleaner like, every you know, three or four months, but that's my, you know, so I so love people that take that time, that extra time, because you know what? You work hard for your money. Mm -hmm. You really yeah. should make sure that what you are buying is something that's actually what you need and has yeah. the reviews and everything else. I'm, you know, going back to what you used to do, 
and even now in what you do do with systems and standard operating procedures, things like that. How do you put those kind of things together for your business? Yeah, so I find that a lot of times, again, people that are not necessarily as, as operations-based as I am, um, they have a hard time figuring out what exactly their process is. So sometimes it's a matter of just figuring out and taking the time to look at it. And um, it doesn't have to be a, a huge drawn-out process for figuring out a process, what it is that business owners do. I find that even just you know having a 30-minute conversation with someone, I can usually figure out what it is that they do and how they do it not to the nitty gritty details, but we can start to put a framework to that process for them. So um, when you're looking at, especially like your operating procedures and your SOPs with business, there's really five key areas in the business that you wanna start looking at and look at it in a, a framework versus those nitty gritty details to start off with. Um, like you've got your, your marketing processes, you've got your sales processes, you've got your operational processes, um, you've got your like financial accounting, invoicing, billing processes, that sort of stuff. And then you have HR processes. So even if it's a solopreneur, there still is an HR side of their business that they want to be aware of um, that sometimes some of the legal things can come into play there with regard to ha having your contracts in place and making sure that you have an LLC or if you're an S Corp that you have the paperwork and everything to match with that. So that can kind of go in that HR bucket and some of those things are more just those like checklist type items is do we have this? Do we not have this? If there's that team with it, that's when it will get a little bit more in depth with, um, you know, making sure that you have what you need for the team members, whether they're contractors or whether they're employees um, in that HR bucket, there's a little bit more in depth that you can go there. Um, but, you know, look at it and go, okay, well, marketing, what, what do we do to bring clients in? Um, we have to do something because if we aren't bringing clients in, then we probably don't have a business. So it's, again, just what's my general process here? Do I bring people to my Facebook page? Do I bring people to my website? Do I bring people to an email list? Like, where am I bringing people? Um, and then thinking through sales process. What do I do for my sales process? How do I have my calls with clients? Um, but start off at very kind of like a high-level framework for your processes. And then as team members are coming on, they can help you get into more of that nitty gritty. Um, and they can also help you figure out exactly what the process is for what you're doing in some of those nitty gritty details. Think about what Ann just said. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Hi, this is Charlotte Felcher. And welcome to Kid Fun. I'm going to offer a very easy tip for having fun with the kids that comes from my book, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. Kids love forts. It's very easy to make a fort. Actually, if you have a carton in the house, that's a great fort. They can play in it. They can have a sandwich in it. They can read a book in it. They can bring their stuffed animals in it. But another great way to have a fort is to take a sheet and place it over the kitchen table or the dining room table and then crawl under it. You and the kids, and you can make it a library. Have story time or a cafe and have a sandwich. That's my kid fun tip for today. You can get more information like this in my book, which is available at kidfunandmore.com. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. 
or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams, because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice because safety it's in the bag. And we're back on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Ann Hill, the owner of Hilltop Operations and Consulting. We were talking about SOPs and putting systems in place. How do you improve the systems and streamline them for your business? Things that you already have in place. Yeah. So when I um, find with businesses is a lot of times there's this process of, well, This is just how I've always done it. Either it's how we've always done it or we don't know what we don't know type side of it, Um, which completely makes sense. Um, And so there's also there's a few different ways to really figure out how to streamline your processes. Number one is think through. And if you have team members, they can definitely help you with this. And they'll probably point it out pretty, pretty um, quickly for you is is what areas do you feel like you're constantly getting stuck? Where do I feel like? I just keep having a list of 10 things to do here, and that list is never getting smaller and smaller. Is it getting your invoices sent out? Is it um, potentially following up with leads? Is it potentially looking at, um, you know, knowing what projects need to be done and when they need to be done? You know, where is it that those gaps and bottlenecks are? And that's probably the first place to start with looking at what you can do to help that process. Um, when it gets into more of the detail of what to look at and how to look at and how to improve it, um, then that's where a lot of times either a consultant or if you have a group that you mastermind with that you can, you know, connect with others and see what tools are they using. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask others because more often than not, they're going to have some different platforms, some different tools, some different ways that they're doing things. It doesn't mean you want to take everything from them. I mean, you need to still have the time to analyze it and see what actually makes sense for your business um, in particular. But, you know, reach out, see what other resources are out there and ask other people. Um, I find that business owners genuinely typically want to help other business owners be successful as well, um, even more so with female business owners that I've, I've come across. They, they are always um, willing to, you know, give you a few extra minutes to, to try to explain something to you or um, give you some suggestions or some tools that they've seen that have worked well. 
Um, so it just ask is really where that a lot of that comes from. It's basically taking the time initially to identify, and then the second part is is asking um, what others have seen that has worked well for them. How do people go about identifying what really is not working in their business? Because very often, let's face it, people don't really know what to look for to figure it out. I find that uh, the best thing to do really is to, the, or I shouldn't say the best, is the quickest way to get the best results for you is to get an outside perspective, whether that is someone um, that you pay for that outside perspective, a coach, a consultant, something like that, or whether it is, uh, you know, a business bestie or somebody that you can, can consult with and confer with a little bit. Um, but that outside perspective can make a huge difference because they just aren't so close to it. It's hard for us to always see where the big issues are in our business. And a lot of times we get stuck putting out the fires without really actually peeling back the onion and seeing exactly what level and where that deeper layer of, oh, if I would have fixed this instead of just putting out these fires, I probably would have gotten somewhere quicker in my business. <laughs> so It's amazing, though, because, again, in peeling back the onion, so often we're married to our business. You know, right, it's, our, right. it's our third child, our fourth or fifth, whatever many kids yeah. you have. And often you don't see the forest for the trees mm -hmm. and you don't realize I had a forensic accountant come in with my business at one point and realize that, uh, and again, I'm not going to say the platform, but they were basically a 44% partner when you looked at wow. all their fees. Wow. Between storage, advertising, their percentage. So here we're all excited that, wow, you know, we're getting anywhere between, you know, every two weeks, Seven to fourteen thousand dollars is getting deposited into our account. Then you come to realize, wait a second. So that means we actually sold thirteen or twenty-one. That and be like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Perhaps this is not the platform we should be on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was just unbelievable to me to look at all of the things that because again. It's the easiest way to do it, and this is how everybody's doing it, and this is how you build it, blah, 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 blah. Then you look behind, and peeling that onion, like, yeah. I wasn't looking for a 44% partner <laughs> on a platform. I mean, really, way, yeah. you know, with things like that. And, and again, exactly what you said. I brought somebody in who spent an afternoon looking at our books going, well, this is great, and here's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very, very eye-opening because, again, sometimes you don't even know what you're supposed to be looking for. Right, right. You don't. So now we've peeled back the onion. We have figured out all of these things. How am I now putting all this inf information to work? How am I getting my data? How am I getting my metrics and everything else to know that now these new systems are moving us forward? Yeah, so it's definitely in order, exactly like you said there, in order to really know what is working, um, there, you need to look at the data. You need to see what it's saying and whether things are working or not working. So after you really figure out what the heart of the matter is, you want to pick maybe two, maybe three different metrics of how to measure whether the changes that you make have an impact or not. Um, because ultimately, once you peel back that onion and you're, you decide this is where our focus needs to be, um, if you don't measure it, you're not going to know, did we actually help solve the problem or not? Did we actually help move the needle for us so that we can continue to move forward in the business? 
um, depending on the areas in the business, those metrics may change. And also with a specific business, the metrics may change a little bit. Um, so, you know, I find a lot of times people are very familiar with marketing metrics, but they may not necessarily be familiar on the back end on the potential operations metrics of what to look at and how to see, you know, productivity wise, if, if people are, are being productive on your team um, or potentially, you know, what is the turnaround time on a customer service complaint or if, if there's intake um, or not intake, but um, like if there's a ticketing system of some sort in a business. Um, you know, how quickly are we responding to those tickets as they come in? You know, there's various things that you can look at operationally um, to see metric-wise if that happens to be where the challenge is. Um, you know, if you're looking more on the, the side of, of marketing, um, looking at conversions, looking at lead conversions, looking at sales conversions, looking at the um, just overall numbers that you see sales-wise, not always, it's not always specifically revenue, but revenue does tend to be one of the big um, markers that people will look at metric wise. Um, but there's a lot of different options of what you can can measure and look at specifically in a business. But you don't want to take too many numbers. Like I said, you really just want to look at maybe two, maybe three um, in that area that you're focusing on and measure it for a month, measure it for a quarter and see, did we improve in this area or did we not improve? And if you didn't improve in it yet, then some more changes need to be made in order to help you Start to move forward. With all of this now in place, I've done this. I've checked that. I've, <laughs> what do I do next? It really, so I find that there's a cycle in business. And so there's, it's almost like there's always something going on. And it's just a matter of figuring out where that next area is. So once you work through your first problem and you first are fixing those things, um, then it's kind of cycling back around and saying, okay, are there any other bottlenecks anywhere? Is there another spot that we need to focus on in order to help us move forward in the business? Um, is And then looking at that area of focus and figuring out what to do um, next, what to focus on next. Um, but ultimately, getting that solid foundation um, is what's going to help you move forward in the business. It's going to help you um, get the business owner in a position where they aren't having to be in it all the time as you bring on team members and as you figure out how to, to grow in a way that, um, that doesn't constantly lead the bottleneck to the business owner either. So, um, so yeah. As we are wrapping up, Anne, what would you like to leave our listeners with and how may they reach out to you? Yeah, so the easiest way to reach out to me is, is my website. It's hilltopoperations.com. And on there, um, there's a place on there where if you want to, you know, book a call, if you have any questions, you're obviously welcome to book a call there. Or if somebody is looking to potentially bring on team members um, and looking at, at who to hire and, and what to do to hire new team members, there's a hiring playbook um, that you can access there as well on, on that website. Oh, how cool. I want to hear a little bit about that playbook. Yeah, so it, it goes through some questions um, to hire. Or it basically goes through some questions as to that interview process. It goes through some some kind of guidelines and steps that, that need to be done for bringing new team members on, you know, putting together a job description, putting together the application, then going through some of the interview questions, and then just some kind of checklist type items um, as they are um, going through that hiring process. That's awesome. I'm going to say in advance for the people that are listening that take advantage of it, thank you. 
for putting something like that together because very often when we're first now hiring somebody and things like that, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. For sometimes for people to be able to put that out for you, oh, I never thought of this, never thought of that. So it just kind of helps get the work done. Oh, of course. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come to share with us in the business spotlight. I appreciate it very much, and I know our listeners do too. Thank you very much for having me today. It's been my pleasure, and for all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong.